Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable cars and coffee. Hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. I guess you could say I was in a Rolling Stone cover band when I was a kid. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. I don't just like it. I love it. Listening to this song this morning, Sunday, in the Zagato, driving next to Jerry in his hay bar. And uh, life was good. Life was good. With a 25-minute drive... Where I live, up into Malibu, life was good. I had this, uh, John Lieberman's here, we're in my backyard in Brentwood. Hello. And uh, I had the iPod, uh, EarPod Pros in, and uh, that was to tune out the loud noise of the Zagato. And uh, it has two, it says sound deadening. If you click it and hold it, it really blocks out the entire world, which is amazing. But still not the Zagato sound. <laughs> and then you can kind of half it and hear traffic noise. I had it halved, and I was listening to the Stones. And, and you boy, don't worry about your, your hearing going away with the in-ear in stuff? Heaven. I was in heaven. But you don't worry about losing your hearing? What? <laughs> with the in-ear stuff? I don't. Okay. No. I, I feel like I'm going to lose it anyways. Yeah. I've done pretty well at my age. I'm very happy to make it this. But I get... You know, I'm having such a funny problem in the Zagato, and uh, and you know, this is why we have car friends. Jerry was there to listen to it all and just laugh and make fun of me and write the ship. Well, last weekend, I don't, I, you know, you wake up, you're a different guy. That's my theory. Every morning you wake up, you're a different human being. That's the Ralph Lauren theory. Yeah. And every single thing that I was driving, I was convinced uh, the timing was off, the fuel mixture was off, the, the there was something clogging the fuel jet. Right. Bad carburetor. The Zagato is just a mess, is what I was thinking. I got on the brand new BMW S1000R, still the press bike. I haven't got mine yet. I haven't even ordered it yet, but why order it when I have one in my garage? I was convinced that was a mess. Everything I drove was a mess. <laughs> and this morning, I got in the same car. And uh, it was a dream. It sounded completely different. Everything was fine. It's obviously my psychosomatic, my bad psychology, everything going bad in my life. And I'm I, sure you guys have that experience. I think carbureted cars though, are living entities and that they're so like temperature and weather dependent. I just, I just think it's like carburetors are such an X factor that, you know, if you were driving it around noon last week and it was really, really hot 
uh, you'd have a different car than this morning at 8 a.m. when the thing's cool. You know what I mean? It's possible. Yeah. But I don't think it was. Okay. I actually had a clock field yet. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Even though Mr. Wilhoyd at Wilhoyd uh, Enterprise says nothing was wrong. But then he said, we did clean the fuel jets. <laughs> but I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with that brand new S1000R with no miles on it. <laughs> well, yeah. Sure. Yet I felt the same way in that. It's funny. It's the, but it, you know, I, uh, I put on these, uh, I like the Oliver people sunglasses and I have these giant aviators where I don't like the way they look, but one of them is polarized or something. And I put them on and the sky is vivid blue and the trees are vivid green and they're, they cover my face like goggles. And it was that it was the Rolling Stones. It was the Zagato. It was 75 degrees and sunny and damn. Yeah. Happy. Life is good. Life is good. And I hope your life is good too. Life and is we've good. Uh, got a fresh episode of Spikes Car Radio here. Zuckerman is in, uh, where the hell did he go? <laughs> Portugal. Port- Portugal. He yeah. just texted me a second ago. We're considering a road trip to Gibraltar to see the Barbary apes. <laughs> That's what he wrote. No lie. He is a Barbary ape. I wrote back, they will murder you. <laughs> And then he wrote, I'm going to bring one home back for you so it can do the same. That's the he's, And then he's sending me pictures of his desserts. It, look, there's just a picture of a chocolate dessert with a bunch of crispy things wedged into the top. And I said, that's exactly what your poop is going to look like. <laughs> and he said, these, these men are in their late 50s. I'm going to kill gentlemen. you. Well, why are you sending me pictures of food from Portugal? I'm not even remotely interested in that. You can send uh, girls on the beach. That I'd be interested in. Interesting cars. Didn't he say something about a car he had rented? Yeah, he's driving like a diesel BMW 1 Series, and he's like smitten by it. I, I replied, I'm like, what happened to the real Zuckerman? See, he is smitten by it. He yeah, loves he's, it. he's yeah. in vacation mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his Speedo on a beach. Oh, God. Most likely God. getting arrested for being handsy. <laughs> um, let's do an ad. Hot summer months are here, and we need to be proactive about keeping our bodies fueled and hydrated. Boy, this couldn't be a better time for this ad. Making hydration a priority can help us feel healthier in our everyday lives. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. I think I can go right off the ad on this one because, uh, look, they have liquid IV. Yeah, I had uh, pina colada yesterday, Concord grape. As you know, I play tennis, and if you're playing tennis in L.A., you're running around. In about 10 minutes, you're drenched uh, with sweat, so I carry a half gallon of water, which I which I swallow, and yesterday, Johnny, I was telling you, I was dead. Uh, Saturday, after a long week of work, I'm dead, and I had to get up early, and it was just a day of problems busier than my work day. And by the time I got to tennis at five, I was dead. I mean, I literally was on empty and I couldn't push any more caffeine. And I had these liquid IVs and I dumped the pina colada blend, not my favorite flavor, into the water. And it got me through it. That's how thin I was running. I was running on vapors. Pina colada. So uh, I don't don't know which one I drank, uh, but I drank one with electrolytes and it worked. Um, Let's see. They've got B3, B5, B6, B12. It's powder. You put it in water. It's effective. I can tell you it worked, and you have to try it. If you're like me, every time I play tennis, which is now three or four times a week, I'm going to be using liquid IV, dumping it in. I like to dump things in water. I'm going to have to get some of this because I've I've, I've been drinking so much water. It's just been so hot. 
it's just for the workout, man. I'm yeah. telling you, if you're if you're running thin on fumes like I am, this stuff really helps. Grab your Liquid IV bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code SPIKE911 at checkout. Liquidiv.com. Code Spike Nine Eleven at checkout. You know, there's uh, some some of our listeners, or a couple of them, made a nice uh, spikescodes.com website. Yeah, I saw that with all the stuff on there. It's not updated, <laughs> <laughs> but still, maybe you might get lucky. But it's good. Well, people, our our listeners, because I think I uh, I curate the sponsors. I curate them. I, I reject. Uh, I would say a whole seventy percent of them, seventy five percent, to just stuff I kind of believe in. Liquid IV, I didn't know, but I tried it and I liked it. It was good. And uh, here we are. All right, let's talk cars. The obvious thing to talk about, and I want to, let me just give me a second to kind of pull up my notes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, in the driveway, uh, we have two (laughs) Compass Yellow. Compass. Compass, even. Clampus. Clampus Yellow. I say Compass Yellow Rivians. Yes. And uh, Shaheen, who's representative of Rivian. Uh, finally got in touch with me and said, we got a brand new one for you and sent it over. And uh, I've been in it for five days and I'm, I'm fascinated by what I'm driving. <laughs> and I want to I take it apart and this may go on for a little while. And I want you to bear with us on this because um, I don't really want to review it as much as I want to discuss it. Um, my driving, as you know, uh, let's see, hold on, Our- let me just pull up this. The other, my one's, driving the other one's is, my Rivian, just in case people yeah, think, you, didn't hear the episode. I bought one. You you have one. And Compass you, Yellow. You own it in Compass. Compass Yellow. I'm not crazy about the color, but a lot of people are. My wife loves the color, and a lot of folks on the road love the color. I love the color. And my as wife you know, loves the color. Color is subjective. Sure. It doesn't matter. They I think I would go colors. with a brighter blue if I were doing it. That's a nice blue. But, um... It came, you know what my schedule's like. It's nuts, right? It's, it's like six, yeah. to, six in the morning, eight at night. And by the time I come home, I'm a zombie, right? So Shaheen drops the truck off and I d- totally forgot it was there. The next morning I get up and I just drove it cold, right? right? Which right. was a wild experience <laughs> because I got in this thing and I'm used to the electric vibe, but it's big. It's a big uh, pickup truck and much bigger than what I'm used to driving and auto and already I had an issue uh, where am I, can I get this thing into a parking garage not because of height but because of width which I still haven't tried to do it yet because I don't want to screw the wheels up in this little parking garage I have to get into which I can just barely squeak by in the defender it uh, you have to do a little twisty turn there but the size of this thing immediately kind of put me off how big this is. Um, and I think, I don't, I, I don't consider that a negative. I consider that a pickup truck. I, this is a big pickup truck, right? Kind of. So it's it's like, you know, bigger than a Tacoma, but like much, much smaller than a full-size American truck or even, a, you know, a, a Tundra or a Nissan Titan or something. But it shouldn't be any wider than your Defender. It should be the same width. Um, I, I, I would guess it's within inches. I should look it up. It's about a foot longer. Yeah. Um, but width-wise, it's, it's 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 a fairly narrow pickup truck. Well, there you know, there's so many. Gopher, Gopher just took a poop over there, and he's. This Don't is the you dog. eat that. This is the dog. Don't you eat that. It's the Spikes dog. Beat you. He was once homeless. It's either Gopher or Richard pooping. It's one of them. <laughs> oh, in this show. you had to go there. Um, 
<clears throat> but look, the rivet, l- let me just, I'm kind of doing this backward and I didn't really prepare a review of the damn thing because it's more of a discussion about, and I want to get into who this is for because <laughs> I find that interesting, but it is quite fast. Yeah. It is, uh, <laughs> I find, uh, intuitive. As far as getting, you know, I had no problems getting up to speed on what did what and and finding everything I needed on the screen. It's so funny. You know, it's like Tesla in that it has an app where you can do a couple things and then you also have stuff on the screen. What are you doing? I'm looking up the widths. Oh, you're going to look up the widths. Okay. That's all. Um, It does not have as much that you can do with the app, which is something I think they're going to have to catch up to the apps a weak spot it's a the, very weak spot yeah. The, 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 yeah, yeah the bar is high set by tesla and you're gonna have to either match it or beat it but i assume they're working on that so according to the internet yes the width of the defender 79.1 inches okay and the width of the rivian r1t 79.1 inches wow so i should try it yeah i should try it tomorrow. it's a little longer but what's gonna happen if i uh uh Fuck the wheels in a press car. It's. I think you have the big twenty-inch off-road wheels. Yeah. So you or uh, tires. I should yeah. say. You, I don't think you'll even get to the wheel. The tire will absorb everything. Okay. So you think I should? I, try let it. me look after we're done. <clears throat> well, I pulled it onto the lot the first day, and people were crazy. I mean, on a Hollywood lot where people oh, yeah. see a lot of things, I backed it in right next to Jerry's car and was immediately surrounded and immediately being asked questions. What is it like? Do you like it? Should I keep my deposit? Uh, how many miles is it getting when you charge it? About 300, right? That's yep. what I can tell. Um, seems to, by the way, seems to hold its charge very well yep. for an electric car. And I think, and I suspect, and I this is just anecdotal guess, it, it feels like it holds the charge better than the Tesla, which I think is an interesting aspect to the car. It's a much larger <clears throat> battery. Mm-hmm. So... And I, and it's, you know, and it's, it's also that percentage shows you of battery le- left, life left is right. predictive based on how you're driving it. So, you know, if you're sitting in, in, in a lot of traffic, getting to a Hollywood studio, you're right, not, right. you're not using all the power. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the, did you real quick, have you tried the conserve mode? Uh, that's what I'm using mostly now, conserve oh, mode. And so that's, so what that does is... That has a better ride, and it also, you know, I, I don't need all that speed when I'm just stuck in traffic. So so conserve mode, what it does is it declutches, for lack of a better word, turns off the two rear motors. So it goes from 835 horsepower and four motors to just the front motor, so you have right, 410 right. horsepower. It's a front-wheel drive vehicle at that point. Uh, it does lower it to its lowest setting. Right. And it, it makes a, you can change the suspension <clears throat> softer. Enough, but I can but, feel a softer suspension, which I appreciated because it was a little rough to be riding around town in the city again. And I want, I want to get to who this is for, but there are other interesting parts of, uh, to it that were, that worked well and others that didn't. Um, adaptive cruise control, which is their version of autopilot kicks in the same way as a Tesla. You, you pop it on the stock right there. Does not work as well as a Tesla. No, it's terrible. It's terrible, it's right? It's terrible, yeah. I, I, I don't know. You call it terrible. I would just say... It turns off in a straight line. 
it turns off when the sun hits it. Once yeah. it turned off because of glare. Uh, a second time, it turned off because the 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 markers in the road were faded and yep. said it couldn't read them. Yeah. And then in general, it was doing the pong thing, which is a lot what a lot of manufacturers do. It goes left to right inside the lane, feeling out the markers, which was a little uncomfortable. So there. It's and and then I can't get it going when I'm off the highway. It won't turn on at all. Yeah, which it's yeah. probably geofence. But yeah, look, they've never made any claims about having a great ADAS system, automatic driving assistance system. No, I know it but has that, it. again. Yeah. That's the bar. Yeah, I think that Tesla sets, and that's sure. what I expect them to kind of carry out. Cameras are decent. I've read a lot about the cameras not being good and not comparable to other pickup trucks. And uh, I guess they would have to be better if you you tow things. But I I didn't mind that. Here's some some little things that I really uh, enjoyed. Um, so many manufacturers don't do this in the uh, the arm compartment, the center console compartment. There, there's usually jacks, USB C or USB. This is one of the first manufacturers that understands I'm going to plug my phone in there and I'm going to put a little groove in the front so your cord can hang out so you can close the top without crushing your cord. Right, yeah. I, haven't, I hadn't seen that yet. And everybody oh. else makes us smash our cords down, including I, Porsche, by the way. Yeah. I but think, I think little Alpha, groove. I think Alpha of all weird manufacturers does that, but yeah. But what a little simple thing that made me think this thing is so considerate you know and that it's part of all of the features the thing has it you know it's funny i i, I look at the flashlight in the door and you know i haven't used it but i showed it off i look at the little boom box under the center console there which you know pops out when your car's off i've shown it off but i've never used it it's for camping yeah and that that's where i'm going with this Right. This is an expensive truck. I don't know what the truck that sent to me was specced out at. What is your spec? Well, it's a complicated story, but if you were to buy it now. Just give me a number. Yeah. 105000 $105,000 truck. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong, but doesn't it feel like the pickup crowd is not spending a hundred and five thousand dollars on pickup trucks they're 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 ford f-150 they are spending a hundred and five thousand dollars on stuff like uh ram trx's 700 right. horsepower on raptors uh they're mm -hmm. not quite 105 but with dealer markup they're well over that mm -hmm. um and then the 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 tow crowd the people that really tow huge stuff when they get the big dualies the f-350s 450s the ram 3500s the giant chevys those are easy six figures so yes people are doing that and then but rivian also real quick this is the four motor 835 horsepower one they have for 20,000 less approximately a two motor 600 horsepower one that they claim will be coming soon i haven't seen one yet but it's coming so so i lower the price i point. guess i'm just going to speak for the uh uh the city slash suburban dad that's like me i i don't think this truck would have a place in my life as much as i like it it, it and it's a here here's the weird thing and maybe it would go away you know i've never liked vehicles <clears throat> that are too big when i'm doing most of my driving by myself i.e the i always get a range rover sport or smaller because the regular range rover any of the bigger truck i always feel like this is too much truck for me mostly because it was the gas mileage thing but now the gas mileage thing has, <laughs> is irrelevant a right. yet here's this big thing 
And I still feel the same way that for me in what I do, which is back and forth to work and, and uh, some kid stuff and some family stuff, I, I uh, you know, I'd, I'd been talking about it, uh, uh, you know, and I almost made the move, but I, but I don't think I would switch out my Defender for this at this point as much as I like this vehicle. Now, if I were living in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, if I were living in any of these other places that I love and uh, was out in a country road and wanted something big and had the room and wasn't constantly negotiating parking garages and, and city parking, I'd be in this thing in two seconds. But what about the SUV version of it, which would be, I think it's like within an inch of the Defender all around, same powertrain, uh, just has three rows of seats. And it's a foot shorter with like a 10-inch shorter wheelbase. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. I'd probably do that. So it's funny. As so long as I, I want more mileage out of these things. I mean, yeah. and, and I'll tell you what, there, here, here's something else. Um, here, let's do an ad because we're, uh, right. we're prattling on here. Right. But, I, but I do want to tell you something, uh, how the Rivian saved some lives after this. That's good. For real. No, it's good. I'm going to segue from that into this. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Gut bush. That's what the way this ad starts, and it says that gut bush is trademarked. You definitely do if you haven't. <laughs> I really don't like that word used like that, but I do love Manscaped. Uh, you definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor, Manscaped, taking control of your bush. Oh my God! Every they're using it every few seconds here. It's important. These products are they so good. You. You're going they to show you. pride in your new bush-free yard. It's a fact. I just somebody told me an Elvis Bush story yesterday, and it just repulsed me. It's a fact that you will have the best kept nutsack on the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Who is writing this? Zuckerman. Save big. Zuckerman. Hey, the most hygienic version of yourself with our discount code Spike twenty for twenty percent off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. The grooming package highly recommended is the Performance Package 4.0. Inside the package is the lawnmower. Or, oh, this electric trimmer is Bush's worst nightmare. This trimmer is designed to reduce grooming accidents, shave hair. Hey, where did my dog go? I don't know. Hey, gopher! He's in the bushes. I had to. Gopher! See, I knew he was going to do this. I knew he was going to. I hear him. Here he comes. Hi, gopher. I shave gopher with the lawnmower, and I'm not 4.0. I've shaved him since the 2.0. Wow. He loves it. He, for some reason, has the same problem we men have with hair growing over his appendage, and uh, he likes to show it, so we, uh, we use that. You can also get some Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Spray-On Testy Toner. I still can't figure out why people use this, but I think it's because men like to touch their ball. <laughs> <laughs> people need gifts, Spike. People need gifts. I... Look, I'm going to be honest with you, and I try to be honest with the audience. I use all their stuff, and I like it. I love it. I like their deodorant. Just yeah, the I like the That's deodorant. That's the best great. size for travel deodorant it's on great, the market. Right? Yeah, it's fantastic. I need more. That. That's the best. See? Yeah. Get 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. Use your code SPIKE20. It's time you level up to Amazon to the Ar- Amadong. What? Wait. <laughs> level up from the Amazon to the Amadong. With the ultimate bushwhacking tips from Manscaped. <laughs> that seems like that was not written by their usual Manscaped man. That seems like that was an interpreter. What do you think I'm doing in Portugal? Write <laughs> <laughs> new Manscaped ads. That's who paid for my trip. So I can't get the weight of the Rivian out of my head. The weight? Yes, yeah, 7,200 pounds. 7,200. Almost four tons, right? Well, 
Kind of. That's 8,000 tons. 3.5, yeah. 3.5 tons. Yeah. Okay. And and the weight of responsibility and Zuckerman in my head going, boy, I'm going to make money when that smashes into someone. I got on to the 405 Friday. No, Saturday morning. Saturday of all days when I, this is the beginning of my bad day. And we're doing where, you know, that the 405 is five lanes across and it's a weird road race and there's no traffic. So everybody's jamming at at least a uh, speed limit of which I was I, like right on the nose, 65 speed limit, just pulling on and it's five across. And I look to the left for a split second, a look to the left. I'm not a texter and driver. I look to the left. The Rivian goes like that. I turn. Everybody in my lane had stopped cold. There was a mattress, seven cars in front of me, and I'm doing 65. And I, you know, again, the biggest benefit of racing school is no panic. I don't Mm -hmm. care. You won't come out a great racer, but you won't panic in those situations. I darted around and went into the breakdown lane and went past everybody. But fuck, after recovering, it shook me. Again, shook. <laughs> Even getting hit in the Defender, I wasn't shook. That shook me because at 65 and close to four tons, I was taking out the three cars in front of me. It was not going to be pretty. But look, I, the point of the story is Rivian uh, saved it. Yeah. Saved, saved, saved me from that crash. That little beep saved me. I've had it happen in the Tesla too. Not not as uh, dramatic as that, but and about you the know, way- I, it, the whole thing. Let's talk about the incident, Johnny. Well, what what's doing that? The the radar and the cameras caught it. I mean, the, that that ADAS system, which doesn't do self driving so well, it has a good emergency braking feature. Yeah. So and, and it was it was applying the brakes for you too, right? It did not. No. Oh. But I got to it before okay. it applied the brakes. Okay. But it, but it did. You know, it also once reacted and applied brakes in a situation that did not deserve it. Yeah. Com- coming around a slow right bend on sunset, and someone is in the middle lane making a left turn, which they're allowed to do. Coming around, I was aimed at the car, and it jammed the brakes on. And, and that's that, a weakness that with, well, not only with Rivian. I mean, I've, I've had, I had an Audi right. that would do that like crazy. So yeah. it's just a weakness with those systems. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, just to get back to the weight, like, so 7,200 pounds is very heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if you look at pickup trucks, it's not an outlier by any means. Like, if you were to look at, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something with the, the capabilities of the Rivian, like a... Like a a Ram uh, power wagon is about 7,200 pounds. You know, the heavy duty trucks are about, they're all, you know, the, 20, the 250s, 2500s are all about 7,000, 7,200 mm-hmm. pounds. Put a diesel engine in them, they're 8,000 pounds. Put a dually on it, they're up to 9,000 pounds. So it, it is heavy, but it's not like this, it's not like the Hummer, which is like right. 9,000. Well, you don't feel it. I mean, when yeah, you drive no. it, it feels quite light. It's 835 horsepower. It moves. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that everything's kind of battery powered. Everything works right. I just want more functionality from the app, but I assume they're going to they're gonna deliver that. Um, but but I'm all for it. I, I am all for it. And it might still yet sneak up on me and I might still yet make the change. But I think you're right. I would probably go for the SUV just because uh, I don't have much use for a, a pickup. You know, it's, it's funny because I told my wife because she was the one who, like, I mean, I wanted, I never thought she'd let me get it. And she saw one. She's like, I want that. I'm like, you want a pickup? You know? And she's like, never yeah. Never thought she'd let you get it. And then, yeah. So what does that mean? 
You have a democracy said, in your house? She, well, no, I, she said buy it. Like I was going to buy another SUV. What if she said don't? Then I wouldn't have bought it. Really? Yeah, probably not. You wouldn't have worked her a little? Uh, I, I would have moved on to something else. There's a lot of cars I like. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, there's, do you still have the Alpha? No, you got yeah, rid I of that. I have the Alpha, yeah. You do? I got rid of the Ford. Yeah. So what, how many cars do you have now? Uh, well, two and then a Porsche, which I'll never see, but I, there's a Porsche somewhere. Where uh, is it? It's in a shop. The 914? Yeah. Oh. It's just yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those shop stories. So, anyways, <laughs> it's just never going to get out of there. I don't think it is. Yeah, uh, uh, in January I'm going to start dealing with it. But <clears> I, told, I told myself a year of peace, a year of not fighting and and angry texts and emails and phone calls. It's amazing, isn't it? It's weird. Anyways, but my wife, every time I look in the back of the Rivian, she's got something back there. She went and bought these like uh, these like lounge chairs for sitting yep. out in the sun. She's got right. the kid's bike and her bike in there. Yep, she's using it. And, I, you know, yes, you could do all that in an SUV, but then you got to fold the seats down. You got to make sure there's no car seat. You got to get everything out of the back. The pickup truck is just an empty bed. You just throw whatever you want. There. I love that about pickup trucks. And yeah. she's she's loving it. And then she was the same thing with you. She's like, when it came home, she's like, it's too big. And then she yeah. comes back and she goes, I love the turning radius, which all that means is she could park it easily. You no, know? but it does have a nice turning radius. It's, well, it's an off-roader. So yeah. I told you I'm going to go driving later today, and yeah. I'm going to take it. I, I, I had fun driving it. I just took it out a little while ago. It's funny. The, the, the world doesn't know what they're looking at. The kids point, and then the old men ask, uh, ask questions about it and yeah. uh, want to know. And it's always the same questions. What's but, the um, mileage? How many miles? No. Do you like it? Mm. They all want to know. Do you like it? What's it like and how would I use it? But it's, you know, because it is the Gear Patrol website in an electric truck, <laughs> it's gadgety. Mm -hmm. Guys are really drawn to it. I'm sure women too, but mostly doofus guys like us who like lots of things that they'll never use. Oh, I love it. I'm, I'm thinking of reasons to use it. Have, I, I, no, yeah. I mean, have you used the flashlight? Have no. you used the, you know, if I were to order it, I'd stupidly order it with a tent and a grill and I would never use those things. I would never use those. Right? But we used the boombox yesterday. We went to a yellow car show. We were invited to go. And it was a all yellow, yellow cars. cars. Oh, all yellow cars. All yellow cars. And, and my oh, yeah. wife and kid were sitting in the bed eating breakfast burritos. And my kid pulled out the boom box and he used it. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, but what gets me about the Rivian and why, I, I mean, there's a hundred things that get me, but like we went off-roading. We went up to Rower Flats and it's actually severe off-roading. Like for instance, I took a Toyota 4Runner there not long ago and had to lock every single locker it had. And it really, I was really struggling to get up this one part. Rivian crawled up it no problem. And then I went up to Angeles Crest uh, two days ago on Friday, put in sport mode, passed a lot of 911s, a lot of other quick cars. Like it hauls ass when it's in sport mode. It, right. you know, it drops down to the low setting and it's tuned to do that. And it's like, it just does everything, you know, and it does it well. It, it's like, you know, you can you can get up to 15 inches of ground clearance and there's nothing hanging down underneath. There's nothing right. to get ripped or broken or tear or whatever. So it's just it's just an incredibly well-designed product. So I'm I'm smitten with it. And weirdly, my wife loves it. So. When, are, when are the SUVs coming out? The launch just happened. So, you know, everything's backed up, supply chain, blah, blah. But soon, I don't, I don't know what else. And what is that model? The R1S. R, uh, so R1S R, and yeah. R1T. And then they're going to have R2T, R2S. Those will be smaller. Mm. And then we found out they're going to do an R3 of both, and they'll be even smaller, probably different platforms. Wow. So 
But this is this is like, you know, they did the same thing that everyone's doing. Tesla launched with the Model S, and then they come out with an SUV on the same platform, and then they built smaller things that were cheaper. And so they're doing the exact right. same thing. Right. Get as much revenue as possible. Mm. So Good for them. Yeah. Also, uh, I looked it up while I was looking up the WIS. The base price for the two-motor 600 horsepower is... Hold the microwave. You're popping it, your peas like crazy. There you go. It allows... $73,000. For what? For that truck with the two motors and the 600 horsepower. Ah. But if you get the options, because, like, you know, mine, and I'm sure your press car, it's got every option. Off-road package, under armor, uh, underbody armor, all that. Package. Gets up to 85000 <laughs> You should come here and touch my package. You're popping all your peas. I'm sorry to pop it. If you can uh, angle your mic, you won't pop them. I, I, I might just be a popper. Speaking of popping, pop quiz, everybody. What do Jeff Bezos, Oprah Winfrey, and Bill Gates have in common? Well, other than having more money than most sovereign nations, they all invest heavily in art. I know that lead-in sounded like a lot like a joke, but it's true. I'm being completely serious. They all invest hundreds of millions of dollars in art. Why? Because art can make you some serious money. In 2006, Oprah bought a painting by an artist named Gustav Klimt. (laughs) Yeah. Show me your clip. For $88 million. Then she resold it for $150 million in 2017. That's a staggering $62 million in profit. Now, obviously, we can't flip paintings for money like our Lord and Savior, Oprah. Is she still our Lord and Savior? But I found a way for regular guys like you and me to get in on the action, potentially make some money for a fraction of the cost. It's a revolutionary platform called Masterworks. They brought the art market into the 21st century by making million-dollar paintings investable. I swear to God, Masterworks and the team make investing in art easy. Binging uh, season four of Stranger Things. I, I see. Easier than binging. They buy it. It wasn't a very easy, easy season <laughs> to binge, guys. There were a lot of bone-breaking in weird directions. It was kind of hard to watch, but it was a good season. They buy a painting... Uh, my Brilliant Friend is much easier to watch on HBO. You guys will hate the show, but the cars, they, they literally have old 911s and old Fiats in their opening titles. What? They are really, it's a show, it's called My Brilliant Friend on HBO, and they're, they're trying to get the husbands to watch it with the wives. It's all for the wives. It's the story of these really bright young women who also want to be writers, Lilu and something else. Mm. But they just load it up with delicious cars and delicious car photography. It's crazy. I think it's crazier than what we just did. And, you know, there's just nine. Everywhere where they shouldn't be, there's beautiful stuff. A bizzarini in the opening of this new season Ooh. just goes by in the background. And oh, it's just great. for the dumb guys to go, ah. Uh, 5300 GT. I watched look, that look. show with you. Um, anyway, Masterworks, they buy a painting, you buy shares of it. And they'll try to sell it for more down the road. Then you get your share of the proceeds. Their members who had zero art investing experience scored a 30% net return from not one, not two, but from three paintings in 2019. But past performance doesn't guarantee results. But literally, you don't have to know a Pollock from your kid's finger painting to make money from art. Since pretty much everything in the art market is deep in the red. Just he- head to masterworks.io slash spike911. Masterworks. I-O slash Spike 911. And uh, you'll see important disclaimers at masterworks.io slash Spike CD. Let's <laughs> just slash CD. Masterworks. I hope they're buying Klimps. 
I, I like the idea of Masterworks better than these NFTs because it's real stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to buy some Klimpies. Uh, Gustav Klimt is a, that is a real painting, yes. Can I be honest with you? I've never heard of the guy. You know him, the Kiss, the Judith. You've seen him. He's the Austrian master in 1920. Sure. You know him. Yeah, whatever you say. You know, Egon Schiele, that era. <sighs> Come on, Spike. I know who Coop is. He makes uh, <laughs> red devils with cigars and kind of biker art. Yeah, no, not him. Uh, Klimt. Klimt? Gustav Klimt, yeah. Yeah. He's a fan of the show, too. I hope Coop is listening. He did my wedding invitation. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I uh, I was really a disorganized personality 21 years ago when I got married, and the whole idea of marriage was so ordinary to me that I, I, I thought, I don't know how to make it different. Uh, you know, Can you believe my wife had to put up with this? She, I go, I can't have invitations. I, I don't, that's too ordinary right it's too weird it made me sick to my stomach can i have can i commission an artist to do a special artwork and she said yes so i called coop up and he said what do you want to do and i said let's do a shotgun wedding um poster spike and erica are getting married and i said but instead of erica's dad with a with a shotgun holding me by the collar let's have a robot and put it on the moon. <laughs> so it's Erica smiling, holding my arm, like I'm getting married to this guy. Or oh, actually, it was it actually was uh, Erica's dad holding the shotgun. And when I pitched it to Coop, he said no. He goes, "I'm going to do it." Because he didn't have to do it. He's right. an artist. He goes, right, "But right. I'll do it." But let's make uh, Erica's dad a robot, and let's put the whole thing on the moon. How did Erica agree to this? It's spectacular. Oh, I don't think it's we spectacular. Gave, we gave uh, uh, numbered posters out to everybody. I'm sure nobody, nobody, I'm sure nobody kept it. Kept it. Yeah. But they're valuable now. Okay. And uh, and then when I, you know, I showed my kids, they left. It was fun. Actually, it's a great, it's a great little thing. It's what I remember most about the wedding. <laughs> well, I mean, tell Masterworks to look for one on the black market. You know, I'll see if I can find one and post it. It's quite cool. Um, all right, what are we talking about? What are you driving? What's Johnny driving? I'm driving a Rivian. I'm driving a Compass. <laughs> what do you think? All right. Yeah. Well, here's Com- some news. Compass Rivian. Uh, I'm sort of. I'm still some like weird stuff going on. Oh, Joe. go ahead. Listen yeah, go to ahead, this. Go ahead, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. SUV hating tire extinguishers group is out to deflate your tires. Have oh, you heard about these guys? Yeah, they're 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 in England. This environmentalist group. Wants to make it impossible for you to own huge polluting four by fours, and this is a big problem in England. So what they're doing, the group called the Tire Extinguishers. You're right, T Y R E. Yeah, has tips on how to deflate, not slash, people's tires in crowded city areas as a way to convince them not to drive the behemoths there. You've heard about this? Not only have I heard about it, I went on the website to look at what they're talking about, and they're like, in England, a behemoth SUV is like a RAV4, oh, no. a Nissan Qashqai. It's just anything that's not... So they don't know their SUVs They either. don't know anything, yeah. After starting earlier this year in the UK, the group has reported its first actions in the US, in New York, Chicago, and the Bay Area as the first cities being targeted. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, the don't, decentralized don't. tire extinguishers who claim no leaders say that large vehicles used by the handicapped or groups should not be hit. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> wait, wait, go, yeah. what does or groups mean? Like church groups or something? I guess if there's like nine people actually getting into a nine passenger vehicle. Who, they're but, out of listen, their minds. Just yeah. wait a second, Johnny. But that electric vehicles and hybrids are valid targets. So, so this is about parking? 
who knows what it's about? It's about like, look at me. It, but here's the good news. If you have a Rivian, you have a built-in air compressor and a hose, so you can fill them right back up. But yeah, they're, they're just cool. I mean, you've seen people are like gluing themselves to paintings in the National I want to know gallery. what they're all about. What What is their deal? What are they fighting against? They hate SUVs. I know, but why? Why not? The group's reasoning politics are abundantly clear. Large vehicles like SUVs are a disaster for our health, not if it's electric, our public safety and our climate, the group says on its website. Bigger and bigger cars are dominating our towns and cities they, cars are getting bigger, but a lot of that is the DOT making them bigger and requiring cars especially to be bigger. Yeah, you want and, to walk away from an accident. And it, also a privileged few can flaunt their wealth. No. Because governments and politicians have failed to protect us from this danger, we must protect ourselves. This doesn't sound on the level. It's not. They're not. It's weird. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. The group recommends targeting SUVs in posh I love posh or middle class areas. Yeah, the middle class, they need more trouble. <laughs> they got enough problems. Yeah, they, 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 they don't have enough problems. Right, right, They're totally right. taken care of. Inflation is not bothering them. Yes, not at all. Yeah, Let's yeah. attack their SUVs. Right. Uh, by leaving a leaflet on the windshield explaining why their SUV now has a flat tire. Yeah. Let me be clear. I'll fucking kill you if you touch my SUV. <laughs> I, I mean, there was a group. Years I just want to be clear tire extinguishers. Don't, don't try it. And anybody, any of our listeners, don't touch their stuff. There's nothing worse than somebody touching your stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. your cars. And uh, and while I while I agree the climate crisis needs help, but your electric SUVs, what the hell? What are you talking about? There was a group years ago called, uh, it was uh, I Humped Your Hummer. Wait a second, Johnny. We cannot electrify our way out of the climate crisis. There are not enough rare earth metals to replace everyone's car, and the mining of these metals causes suffering. Look, I want to talk to you, uh, tire extinguishers, directly. This is me, Spike first, and talking to you, the tire extinguishers. Come up with some goddamn solutions or go away. Letting the air out of a tire is not a solution. Either deliver the solution to your problem or shut the fuck up, please. Go ahead, Johnny. What do you there think? was a group called I Humped Your Hummer. It was a movement, I Humped Your Hummer. And what they would yep. do is, if they saw a Hummer, they'd walk up behind it and pretend to have sex with it and take a picture of it. That's funny. And post it. And that was great. That's a good way to protest an SUV. This is just screwing with people, especially if like, you know, you're just some schmuck trying to get home from work and you walk out and all your tires have been deflated. But the other thing is, you know how long it takes to deflate a tire if, if you're not slashing it? Like, Well, that's what the website's for. 15 minutes. So if you're going to do... You know, they're going to get caught. Like, if you see anybody in posh neighborhoods, in cities deflating tires, like, you know, uh, do something. Like, stop them. This is this is a terrible thing. Let me tell you something. Let me conjure my inner Zucker. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tell you what. <laughs> Let's say you deflate the tire and that person gets in a rollover accident and <laughs> dies on the highway. Guess who we're coming for? That's criminal and, uh, and also uh, civil. Liability. Porsche. You'll be <laughs> fucked. Sorry to keep swearing, but you'll be screwed. You hurt somebody, you deflate their tire intentionally, and they die. Do you know how dangerous it is? Most people don't know their tires deflated. They don't get in and check their tires. My wife ignores her yellow light. Yeah, I she'll tell, tell my me, wife to ignore them. She'll, yeah. she'll tell me five days later, I got a yellow light, and I'll look, and it's a completely flat tire, and she's just driving around on it. You're going to kill someone, tire extinguishers. You're the human extinguishers. 
Collectingcars.com. Live for bids right now. 1977 Fiat 500 Schiolatolo 26S. Every one of their ads is cars I've never heard of. Look at this thing. Oh, that's it's, it's a little Fiat Jeep. There was a, you would see this in... Look, l- listen to this, Johnny. This is how on the zeitgeist we are. Uh, classic Fiat 500, also known for its small iconic size and design ability to evoke the scenes of 1960s Italy like my brilliant friend. I bet you this is in My Brilliant Friend, the show I was just talking about. <laughs> I this, doubt it actually starts, but go ahead. Uh, the coach-built 1977 Skiolato 26S on collecting cars really raises the bar when it comes to eye-catching retro style. This thing is beautiful. It looks like those little electric deals that are running around uh, Malibu. What are those called? Oh, I don't know what those are called. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's like a, it's a Cinquetero-sized little SUV. Now we're going to be trying to think of that stupid little car. What is that thing? They also have a 93 Aston Martin Virage Volante. Look at that. Ooh, That's yes, got Pat Farrah's name baby. written all over it. Yes, baby. Early 90s, Aston Martin, rare sight on the road. Big, beautiful Amazon green with magnolia and spruce green leather trim dashboard. Oh, Matt Farah would just be so at home in this, smoking his cigars and eating his turkey legs with the other hand. <laughs> 5.3 liter V8, which sends up 330 horsepower. Look at how big that is, 330. That's what it took. That was a lot back then. That was a lot back then. Believed to be one of only 233 cars. These cars are undervalued. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. I remember they just kind of declined to nothing, and now they're on the upswing. For any enthusiasts who's looking to stand out from the crowd in their summer, you got to get a car, a cool car. Go to collectingcars.com. Uh, buy a car, list your car. Uh, curated, cool stuff on the site all the time from our friends Chris Harris and Edward Lovett and uh, everybody else there. We love you. That's really nice. What else do we have here? Now we got to think of this car. They're called, they're not Fiat Jollies. They got a stupid little name, not uh, the Mini Moke. Oh, the Moke. The Mini Moke. Ah. There are uh, a surprising number of those on the road. People have been driving them around. Um, I'm attracted to them. I just don't want to be run over by me and a Rivian four tons <laughs> and just crushed. I don't know if you saw this uh, 4th of July, but this, uh, maybe they've been doing it for a while. Outside of Anchorage, there's this July 4th tradition. The founding fathers never could have imagined launching cars off a cliff in front of cheering crowds. I've seen that. That's an old tradition. Glacier View River Retreat near Anchorage, Alaska hosts a charming event each July 4th where they launch cars, trucks, RVs off a cliff and down 300 feet to their Zoom. Um, I was watching the video. It's it's so hilarious. The, The people... You would think would be at the top, but they're at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, the parts are flying at them. Yeah, and, and parts fly at them. You can find this on YouTube. Wow, there's beautiful photography this year, and a lot of it just made its way uh, onto YouTube. Holy moly. Oh, wow. How are they launching these things? Do you know? Yeah, they just sort of put a brick on the gas pedal and, like, you know, point them straight and go. So that's... it's. Oh, wow. And and so it goes down this long hill. There's a body of water in front of a crowd of what looks like 500 to 1,000 people, even more. That must be really fun. Yeah, I first saw that. Uh, we have the show on Motor Trend Roadkill, and they right. went to Alaska, and mm-hmm. they stumbled upon that. And they, they like 10 years ago, they were showing that. But yeah, I, I didn't realize it was still going on. Well, I'd like to go to that. Well, you know. I'm uh, all in favor of that, but... Uh... <laughs> I like launching crap. I feel off, like they launched hills. a school bus off the hill. Why not? Yeah. Why not uh, launch yeah. a mini moak off? It? <laughs> well, yeah. Why not? What's going on with your podcast? Are you back doing your? Uh, We're your recording EV? like crazy, and I think our first one. So today's Sunday. So Tuesday. So the day before you hear this episode, our first one. 
which of the new batch, which is we recorded with the old batch, but uh, Derek Jenkins of, uh, you know him, he drives that uh, that Myers Manx thing that he custom built around Malibu. Designer guy. Yeah, he's a head of Lucid Design. Oh right. Yeah, so we got him. That's we got great. Ed Bagley Junior. Bagley. We got old SCR guy. We, we got, love him. Uh, we've done a whole bunch. We got two design students from uh, Art Center. We got. Uh, Eric Kendricks, linebacker from the Vikings. We got uh, Fluffy Iglesias, who was going to be in your movie, apparently, and then had to cancel on you guys because he was recording two sold-out nights at Dodger Stadium. Now, how did you know about that? He he said... He told you that? I said, hey, you should come on this other podcast I do. And he's like, oh, Spike, yeah, I was supposed to do the movie, but uh, I had to cancel because I was... He sold out two shows at Dodger Stadium. I know. Kind of nuts. I know, which yeah. is why we decided to cast him. And then we ended up getting screwed by the very fact that it didn't matter. Yeah. Our, our friend Earthquake came in and, and played his part and did very well. I don't know if that's announced yet, but it oh, is now. Now it is. Um, yeah, so it's, it's What's well. funny about him, he's so hard to get to come into L.A. He's all about... And it's impressive you got him into a studio because... Uh, we rescheduled him, I think, four times. It was nuts. So you haven't had him yet? No, we had him. You had him? We had him. It's so hard to get him because he likes to stay down in Long, Long Beach, Beach he where he lives. Come down. He has a museum there. He, so he no, I like, know. He like, wanted it. He wanted me to come down and I couldn't get down. And, you know, it's the same story I've heard a lot. And, uh, you know, you get him, but then he doesn't appear. But you finally got him. We got him. Yeah, because he owns, like, I forget the number, like Bunch 40 of BWs. Volkswagen yeah, buses. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Well, I can't believe he knows who I am. That's really nice. <laughs> I've never met him. He's but. a nice guy. I'm sure he is. Yeah. He no, a, I've always wanted to have him on or and yeah. have him in the movie. I was excited about him playing. I, I watched just, you know, a, a couple of his stand-up clips just to check him out. And he's funny. He's a funny, he's, I mean, you know. Funny guy. You have my attention when you're selling out Dodger Stadium twice. Twice. I know for, what that means and what that requires. And uh, you have my attention. It's nuts. <laughs> he showed me some pictures. It's insane. I, I would never judge anybody's comedy who does any of that. You're just looking at, God, that's a lot of tickets you're selling. And you sold it out twice. That is a, that's Cause, uh, notable. Because Madison Square Garden, like for a comedy show, is like 20,000. Sebastian Maniscalco. And... Dodgers, I think he said they had 55,000 the first night and yep. shot it again the next night because it was a Netflix thing. So they had 45,000 the next night. I think Sebastian sold out four times Madison Square Garden two nights in a row. So he yeah. could probably do Dodger. Yeah. I don't know. But no one's ever done it. I mean, I, I remember like Elton John in the 80s did Dodger Stadium, you know. So the Rolling Stones do Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Stuff like that. It'd be interesting to see how the jokes fly and how they work. There's a big echo there, but um, he'll figure it out. Yeah, he was. In, he told me he was in center field. They built the stage, so he was facing back in home plate. Yeah, so pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. So yeah, we got him. But everybody, quiet down, please, please. <laughs> I wonder if they'll do the wave. I guess they will do the wave. <laughs> There's sure a lot of things wave. you can do there. Um, well, good for him and good for you. Yeah, yeah. So we're, so this is your second season. Yeah, and we, were, we, we we recorded eight episodes. Now, this time, we're doing like 24. We're just like, we kind of realized we dropped the ball. So it's it's going. It's going well. Excellent. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Zinger coming in, Kevin Zinger. What's, who's that? You know, the Zinger, the supercar maker. Um, brand new. I had new. a dog named Zinger. <laughs> I did. <laughs> this is C-Z-I-N-G-R. Ah. And uh, anyways, he's he's like one of the most intelligent people I've ever interacted with. And it's going to be interesting. I, I told everyone, I'm like, plan for this being a two-parter because we the first question we ask him will be a 30-minute answer. 
Like there's, he just goes. Like That's I saw him disturbing. in Miami and uh, the little event we were at, they were serving Cuban coffee. Right. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll take one. And he goes, oh, I think I'll have one too. And his family, his team, his handlers are like, no, 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 don't drink that. Don't drink that. And then <laughs> he talks PR, too much. Yeah. His PR lady's like, yes, we're really working hard with him. We're trying to get him to answer the question that's asked. That's, we're really working on Well, that. that's the interviewer's job. You just have to keep redirecting and stopping. Yeah. It's hard with a personality like that, but your audience will appreciate it. Yeah. If you and, just and, go, hey, hold on. His like content. You. See how I just did it? You did do well. Let just answer the question. Did what well. did the Rivian cost? It's a little complicated. But answer. not Zinger. <laughs> Zinger's $2 million, but you it's a $4 know million what, dollar car. You know what my uh, dog Zinger did back in the day? It wasn't my dog. It was my Aunt Loretta's dog. Uh, I took him for the summer and I was staying in my friend's house in Cape Cod and uh, no supervision, of course, just idiot uh, 18 year old kids. And uh, I said, I'm going to bring Zinger. Uh, I said, Can I borrow him for a few weeks while I'm, while I'm down here with Dave, Dave Elmblad, my buddy? We had boats. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, we took uh, Zinger on the boat with us and we went uh, clamming. And cohogging and fishing, we would catch catch what we would eat that night. We'd come off in the afternoon and oh, go best. wait tables, so we had money for booze. And uh, while Zinger was out in the boat with us, he decided to drink an awful lot of uh, salt water. Oh. Like it was coming into the boat, and he was lapping oh. it up. And then he jumped into the water and started drinking and swimming. Big oh, black no. lab. Oh, no. And uh, I'm just a punk kid. I, I don't know what's going on. So we put Zinger in the in the house, and we went off to work. <laughs> and uh, my friend Dave's parents, beautiful, brand new, uh, Cape Cod home, architectural, uh, very expensive things inside. And uh, we came back to a uh, a zinger <laughs> explosive diarrhea fest. It was uh, impressive. It yeah. was high up on walls. Oh yeah, <laughs> he had been as if he had been kneeling down with oh, his yeah. front paws and mortaring high. And uh, shock. We were just in shock at the amount of damage to the living room, the best room in the house. Of course, uh, ten thousand. I remember this uh, fact: ten thousand dollar. Uh, Irish wool carpet that was no more. <laughs> and uh, needless to say, Zinger and I were both removed from the house quickly. <laughs> even though I couldn't, I couldn't understand. I'm like, why do these people care so much about their furniture? I mean, what, who right. cares Just about furniture. furniture? Yeah, who cares? Who yeah. cares? They right. really couldn't even access it. Now, yeah, now right. I'm like, yeah. I would have hung uh, young Spike first and up <laughs> and the dog in the backyard as a lesson. <laughs> zinger. As a warning Whenever I hear the word zinger, I think of that moment, that low summer moment down the cave where like, we better start cleaning. This is bad. You know what? And wicker. There was a lot of oh, wicker. So you know yeah, how wicker is so wrapped classic in. classic Cape Cod. So it's just, yeah, but it's the just, wicker, no, no, the I'm fibers saying, are turned and everything was fired oh, into the wicker. Oh, yeah. So we it's, just, just, it's just ruined. Where did it come from? Right. Where did it come from? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's my zinger story. Good, good zinger story. There. If Mrs. Elmblad is still alive, she still probably hates my guts. Hates my guts <laughs> and zingers. Uh yeah. <laughs> I didn't have ten thousand dollars to pay for that carpet, which had to go. <laughs> what else was damaged? <laughs> but later on, later on, Dave started the company, and he came asking for money. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give you ten thousand dollars. I got ten thousand dollars now. How about that? And uh, I sent him $10,000 to make up for the carpet, which he very quickly lost. There you go. And uh, So everything worked out. It all worked out yeah. in the universe. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was a good time. Clean balance sheet. Not even close. <laughs> but at least on the Irish wool diarrhea carpet. <laughs> 
column. I am clean. My right. side of the street is clean. My side of the carpet. Right. right There's right, a lot right. more damage everywhere. Wow. That's our show, Johnny. On that note. Next week, uh, we should have Zuckerman back. Ooh. I think. I think he'll be back. Who we, knows? We may have Jerry back. Jerry, by, by the way, enjoyed podcasting with you. Pulled me aside and said, I really like Johnny Lieberman. Oh, yeah? And, uh, and I sense it was that he really, he knows you're uh, a, a lost car nerd just like he is. But yeah. uh, you never know. I never know what I'm going to get when I put uh, pe- too many people in this little crew. But he he really enjoyed uh, hanging out and talking cars with you. I would say that you guys actually, because he was there, your your normal cruelty was not on display. So you were very. It was di- it was directed to him because he was late. <laughs> he got lost and drove to another state. But you were also doing hand gestures, telling me to shut up, rather than telling me to shut up. So I thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't. He didn't. Well, I did that because when you know talking he, over. He's not like the the other three of us. When you have a super famous person there, people are leaning in, listening, and you like to let them. He'll he'll take you to some funny places if you just quiet. Zuckerman oh, yeah. interrupts him all the time, and I'm like, Zuckerman, you got Jerry talking about the, uh, you know, he's going to die, whether he cares about death. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, People want to hear that. I, th- I think that what he liked, if if I may, uh, was that I've done these insane things like the melee, which is something that he could do, but he hasn't done. And no, he that wasn't it. That wasn't it? He likes what I like. He likes what uh, I think all of us like, is you're an encyclopedic knowledge of things. All, right. all things cars. Yeah. We're enthusiasts. You're a journalist. We can throw things at you, and you can expound on them in an educated way. And, and I would say you're about forty uh, percent right. Some yeah, of the time. at least. Um, <laughs> but it's the confidence. It's the confidence. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I subscribe to the Bob Lutz theory. Often wrong, I, never in doubt. I, I don't mind it if yeah. you're confident. Yep. And you're just saying, "Here's how it is." I don't that's, care if you're wrong. Right. You can be wrong as much as you want. Yeah. And uh, don't be, believe me, the the, uh, the listeners, they tell me right away, well, Johnny I, doesn't know what he's talking about. And I write back, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> We're just trying to fill an hour of time here, folks. I, it's I, free. Just stop listening. I had fun podcasting with Jerry. So that was, it was a good time by all. Yeah, it was good. Uh, if anybody was off that day, it was me. I was completely off. You were lost. way off that day. Yeah, you showed off. up like uh, just a busted ass. Yeah. There was, was just a, a lot day. going on. Yeah. What day was it? It was Saturday night, It was a right? Sunday. No, it was a Sunday at 6. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. A Sunday at 6. But also the wives were there. Yes, that's what it was. That, that I could tell. We had wives and yeah. we had Jerry late and we didn't have food. And, and you know, <laughs> as the person who plans the show, that was 10 things wrong already. And I was like, I don't know what to do here, but I right. know I'd like to do a show quickly and get out of here. And I can only wait so long and for Jerry. And it dragged on and on. Yeah, and yeah, on. yeah. But the food was amazing. Yeah, Zuckerman that was, gets that part right. That was the best. So the best. for us to go over, to, uh, the reason we go to Baldwin Hills is because Zuckerman is lazy. And we say, if we're going to drive over there, you're going to provide the food for us. And he's usually fine with that. Yeah, he loves and it. it was a nice night. Yeah. I just want to smoke cigars. So that's, that's, Me my, too. that's my whole thing. But I didn't even get to a cigar that night. You, I, That was another problem that went Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Kind of like now. You just had a cigar. I did. It was delicious. And I am about to go smoke a cigar. So I'm we're still playing. cigar out of sync. We'll get back in. We'll get back in. Anyway, that's our show. Um, for the record, two thumbs up on Rivians. How about that, Shaheen? There you go. You got it. You got it. You, you have my endorsement. We'll see you next and week. And my money. And my Well, not mine. We'll see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. 
Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Will, you're going to have to tighten this whole thing up. Uh, tighten that up too, Will. Yeah, you don't want that in there.